everybody. We're back after what, like a month? Uh, we were canceled by Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're, we're, not, we're not, yeah, we're not. Uh, 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 Connor, I think you mean we were cut by the Academy Awards. Is really what you mean? Uh, well, that's because well, you need to I... keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth, yeah. guys. Yeah, I was just working my old boy over there. I was talking about the I editing was, category. But yes, that, that also happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the last time we recorded, there wasn't a war in Europe, and now there is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, it was, it was, everything was amping up, right? It was like. Yeah, uh, we were five minutes to midnight, now we're two. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We're yes. doing great. Mm. We're doing great. <laughs> hey, Lou, you know there's going to be another Watchmen follow up from DC? Wait, what? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hi everybody, we're back, Phantom Zone, Connor's here, Eric's here, Owen's here, no Hunter tonight, but Lewis mm -hmm. is here. Um, uh, there is a new Flashpoint coming out, it's called Flashpoint Beyond, and is a sequel to Flashpoint I, I read and it. Watchmen, and I am upset. I read it. <laughs> what is? Do you want me to tell you about it? it? Read it, please. I, I, I remember reading some stuff about it, but I haven't actually read it yet. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from you, Lou, that means a lot. I, I need it, you to understand. It, doesn't it follow Thomas Wayne in Flashpoint yes. timeline? That was it's literally like the, the the Thomas Wayne that was brought back. That they did the whole thing where he teamed up with Bane. It's that same Thomas Wayne wakes up pre Flashpoint, like pre Barry Allen coming to find him in the whole Flashpoint. It's like the fuck. I thought we changed it. Why am I here? What the fuck is happening? That is the plot of the book. He's back in that world. While well, simultaneously I'm, I'm back very, in... Very oh, wait. This egregious use of Thomas Wayne. Like uh, Batman is hanging around with, I know everyone's favorite characters, Marionette and Mime, looking uh, into... Uh, um, oh, what's, a sh what, what's his name? The time bubble guy. Uh, that was originally on Legends of Tomorrow, but they got rid of him. What the fuck's that character's name? Oh shit! Wait, Rip, Rip Hunter? Rip Hunter. They go into Rip Hunter's lab and like to go find stuff to deal with time travel. Because Batman's the like he's like I'm gonna get you back to your kid. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's like the, that's the subplot of Doomsday Clock. Um, mime and Marionette are like really offensive to my existence because they come from the Watchmen universe, and Mime has just legit superpowers. Yes, but they they come from the post 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 watchman universe like yeah I, they, they are I, a mm, they're a go bad, ahead. they're like a triple xerox version of alan moore characters yeah that was that was something else i wanted to add as much as like connor you're saying you're disappointed by this think how alan moore feels like, oh i'm sure oh god like I can, he's selling I classes he's online now i know frame of mind like like pulling his fingers and like making magic bullets. I'm sure Alan Moore would strangle himself with his own beard. Um, right. Like yeah. also, I'm well, just he's, been, like, he's been conducting a spell to kill DC for years. And it's just, it's just taking yeah. time to. Yeah. Strangle. He's creating a cult now with this class. You pay $85. <laughs> he talks to you and you don't realize he's doing an incantation to make you exactly. one of his slaves. Exactly. I seriously considered signing up for it because I'm like, What's the downside here? What's the <laughs> how could this go wrong exactly? And I can't really see one, so yeah. Just to have Alan Moore talk to you, but it's Sorry, not yeah, actually it's a recorded video. Yes, from at the end of the hallway. Um, 
like a puppy. Oh, it's it's um, just the echoing of him from his silver mines. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other thing about Mama Marionette is like, we need Joker and Harley for the Watchmen universe. No, we fucking don't. Like, <laughs> oh, it's so much. No, but Harley's too cool now. So they remember, like, what was it last year, the year before, when they made a new girlfriend for Joker? Yeah, oh, I remember seeing something about that. Yeah. Punchline, I think. Is that the name? I think it's yeah, Punchline. I think, I think you're right. It is Punchline, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned I is... stopped reading DC Comics pretty much at this point. Everything you've told me right now has convinced me like I only need to stick with like their their imprint stuff. Like, oh, I'm not, the only I'm, yeah, the only thing I like is the the Sean Murphy stuff has been really good. I've heard well, that. I'm gonna read I, uh, that. I, I want I, to read. I'm gonna read White Knight soon. That's that's the Sean Murphy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like the really the, the hyper specific stuff, like the specialty stuff. Like I want to read that, but like I have no fucking interest in these big fucking events they keep doing. No, and the, I, I, mean, yeah. I I still need to catch up on the the Scott Snyder of it all because he's been fucking working like crazy since I stopped reading consistently. So. There's just so much that I need to catch up on there. Honestly, I'm the just... last comic that came out that I was like, I gotta fucking read that was the last Ronin, the Ninja Turtles stuff. Oh, like, that's so good. Yeah, I was I was at a comic store over the weekend and was looking through like just a uh not even a sketchbook, I guess that's the best name for it, but um of stuff from Last Ronin and it looks fucking yeah. amazing. I, I think they just announced a hardcover of it coming oh, out. Oh yes. Yes. I also heard yeah. that they're reverting back to the um classic Eastman and Laird red bandanas like like an in-story reason oh. for it as like a like as a symbolic like return to form kind of thing I'm like oh, oh yes. you're talking about the current TMNT yeah comic? yeah they're okay. gonna go they're all they're switching it's, back to the all red headbands cool and that's IDW I think right yeah I think yeah, so that's yeah. IDW that's uh, second rate uh, comic publisher <laughs> oh that's old wow yeah um I was going to say with DC, uh, like some of their black label stuff has been really good. Like I picked up a, uh, a hardcover for a book called The Last God. And it's it's sword and sorcery epic type of thing. But uh, oh. it looks very European, the artwork, because it's just pencils and then they color over the pencils. Oh. There's no inking. Very, oh. very kind of like Mobius. I, I know that. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Like looks like stuff yeah. from Humanoid Press. But it's so cool. Like the dust jacket. You looking you look inside of it and it's like a map but then you can unfold it completely and have this huge map of the world it's it's the coolest thing i've ever seen with a uh with a dust jacket on a book like more people need to do things like that but yeah, yeah. like with dc like i all the stuff you were saying lou like i yeah. can't imagine even trying to read dc books at this point i i can't but like Lou more so because I know he still listens. Um, I really want to le- read that uh, book that the Last Pod Boys have been doing. It sounds great, and I know the hard oh the Soul Plumber. Yeah, and it, everything I've heard about it sounds really good, really interesting. Oh yeah, I've uh, definitely been going off into more like indie stuff mm-hmm. and old any, shit. Any hope I had to keep on the Flash like with Dash when I was like, let's go in a Flash. Oh, there's two of them now. Oh, there's three of them. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna. Yeah, because Wally's back. Barry is off doing something else. I think like, right. Uh, the Chinese girl uh, is also getting her own uh, series. I think I could be wrong. Oh, the I know there's like purple. She's purple color yeah, scheme, right? There's, there's yeah. I think like the Flash book is now splintered into like several different like narratives and like 
Well, I, know, I love Wally, but like it's it's it still feels weird that they're like Wally's back and he's the Flash again. I'm like, let's pretend he didn't murder funny. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's pretend years, he wasn't the center of a mass shooting event yeah. that DC you know did. Yeah. Yeah. Just give it a couple years, and there will only be one Flash, and it will be a character you've never heard of. And uh, yeah, just, just oh, just, it, just, in just, this yeah. in this supposed future, is this when uh, when Warner Brothers finally gets their shit together about what they're doing oh, with yeah. DC properties? This after Discovery oh, no, they... Plus has been bought by Universal, okay. Uh, oh, and by Warner Brothers, yeah. you mean Discovery? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. just. I'm wondering if uh, Amber Heard is the manifestation of the spell oh. that Alan Moore has been trying to cast for years. Oh, God. She's going to be the end. She's just going to poop on everyone's bed. God damn it. The uh, discovery just walks into his office. She's just like, just like hovering over his desk. She's like, that's right. Uh, don't don't say feel, anything saw, or I'm gonna me too you. Yeah, I saw a wild ass headline today and made me laugh, and I was like, this is show material, and I'm glad it exists. It, it seemed to be it seemed to come out of the air for this conversation period uh, oh. specifically. So like I'm on Facebook and I see this blurb from Liam Neeson says like Would you come back as Qui-Gon Jinn? And he's like, uh, I'd do it for no. a movie. I was like, fuck what would you fucking <laughs> Like, what would, what would a Qui-Gon Jinn movie even be? What would it open with him, like, moments before Maul mercs him? And he's like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> like, I, I don't feel... I, I'm not upset about Liam Neeson, because he's just... After his wife died, he just does whatever well, yeah. gets thrown yeah. at him. Well, the yeah. problem here is that he will say yes to anything. It doesn't matter. He just needs to distract himself from looming death and loneliness. There yeah. are literally pictures of that man with pissed pants. On the internet, <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. I was like, I like Liam Neeson. I don't give a fuck about Qui Gon. Well, and the Star reason Wars... he does not care is because they start below his knee. Uh, on the Star exactly. Wars, front, Lou, feel free to correct me on this because I know you are the scholar here. I would say of all of us when it comes to on Liam Star Neeson, Wars. <laughs> uh, Star Wars, <laughs> on Star Wars lore in particular. Uh, before, heavy bottle. Before the events of Phantom. <laughs> Of Phantom Menace, we're supposed to understand that the galaxy has mostly been pretty peaceful. It's not a period of time where there's a lot going on, and the stuff that is going on is very like on the streets. And yeah. So from from memory, what is non-canon anymore? I believe there was a book that did like a triple parallel. What do you call it? Of the three lives of. Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Anakin, and right. that Anakin and Padme's relationship, uh, Obi-Wan, and I can't remember her name, but the Mandalore woman, right. and Qui-Gon also had a woman, and that Obi-Wan chooses not to have that connection, Qui-Gon chooses yes, but she ends up dying, and then we right. know what happens with Anakin, and it kind yes. of flips between them. And he also is the apprentice, like his master was Dooku. So there is right. stuff to mine there, not played by Liam Neeson, but if they did it. Stuff, though, is no, it is literally it. basically high fantasy Star Wars. It's, yeah, but it's like high <laughs> drama. It's like before Ed Stark gets his head cut off. Yes, of it's Star. the talking. <laughs> yes, or even, not even before that, before the first episode. Everything yes. from before the first episode, where it's people like going to meetings and being like, "This is happening." Oh, and it's this the is conversa- happening. It's the conversations of like, 
All right, so the war's over. Who's Rob? Who's king? And who do they have to marry to make peace? That's it's not the fighting. It's post fighting and pre fighting, and they're just I talking would, about who's in relationships. I would yeah, just the like most to make interesting a... stuff is Sidious building his army up and like building him, like becoming becoming Sidious and like building his power. That's the interesting stuff from before to mine, if anything. So, I'd what just about like Snoke? Point out that uh, Obi Wan <laughs> did not actually have a human lover. He had a dewback, and that was. <laughs> Just, that I is very this. rude to call to call her in twenty twenty two. I love this lizard. I don't know if that sounds more sexist of a term or racist of a term. Do back. Why not both? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my um, God. So on uh, on things that are a little bit more relevant, we've all seen the Batman, right? Yeah, uh, I saw the first forty five minutes. Unhealthy of amount of times. Oh, you didn't you didn't see the whole movie yet, Lou? I have not finished it now. Okay, it's fine. Okay. Whatever, I don't I mean, care. We don't have to do spoilers, really. I'll say the suit is fucking but... awesome. I yes, love the way it yeah. looks. I love the collar, as weird yes. as it sounds. No, I was I was noticing that when I was watching it. Um, like, is it uh, mm -hmm. Noir that had the collar? Um, yeah, I think Noir, and also yeah, uh, some of the Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah. Yeah, and I is think there a caller in or in um, Arkham Origins? I can't remember. It's, it's no, very close to Arkham Origins. I was playing uh, Knight, and like it's the guy, it's the Batman Noel suit that has the big Noel. That's what I was thinking of, not Noir. Yeah. Noel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could have sworn that Noir was something. No, the different like it's just like the cape and the collar. The chest piece is totally different because the Noel one's like gigantic. It's the whole chest. What I like about this suit a lot is that like uh, it's weird seeing that much of his face and. What I like about this cowl in particular is like he's allowed to emote more than anybody has before. I think it reminds me of the Daredevil Netflix cowl. It Ooh. does. Yeah, it's very similar. like I mean, it's whole, very similar, which makes sense. Like of, those characters have a lot in common. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the aesthetic, well, just in this interpretation of him, is very close to Daredevil, which is why when I I think I was one of the first people of us or sort of group to see it. I was like, I, I know Hunter is going to fucking love this because how much it reminded me of season one Daredevil um, and just the tone of that and the way that like Daredevil talks or thinks about what he's doing is very similar to what to how Batman is in this movie. Um, and the like lack of uh, an appreciation for having uh, a real life outside of being Batman. Um yeah, and, and I think that's them pulling specifically because there's one big writer that wrote both, which is like right. the one who kind of oozed and consumed those two characters in Miller yeah. um, as much as like yeah. he sucks today. Um, yes, but like there's lots of little things like I think that combat is very Daredevil esque in good ways. Uh, OK, um, so there's there's one mm -hmm. scene in the movie that makes me giggle every fucking time and it like. It speaks to me how much more entertaining it is to watch Pattinson level these people. It's towards it's there's a scene towards the end where he has to get his suit on, but he infiltrates uh, the iceberg lounge again. And he's not in mm. Batman gear, but he's got his like his his like, you know, incognito gear on. And this guy comes up behind him, grabs him the shoulder and Pattinson gives him like a like two of the nastiest wham bams and just <laughs> levels the fuck out of this dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> He has no time for anybody's bullshit in this movie, and I love it so much. 
Well, it's he's, it's because he's, he's an antisocial the, goblin. He is rocking right. the fuck out of people, and I can't get enough of it every time and, he levels and, somebody. And it makes sense because they establish early this is year two. Like yeah. he's been doing this, he's in the second year. Um, and from what I've seen, I love that he's making the journals. Like that yeah. is so comic booky. I love the voiceover stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them showing that, like the I that the not saying that like oh I need to be a symbol, but actually showing that by like mm-hmm. the the characters like looking in the shadows and like fucking off. Um, yeah, they they treat him like a uh, a horror monster. Yeah, like, which he should yeah, be. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It yeah just, it, it, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say the scene with him walking through the cops is fucking hilarious, and it's like it makes no sense except for him to do it as like a like this is how fucking badass I am because yeah, it makes no fucking sense to do it. Yeah, it's just yeah, a flex. Yeah. It's like it is so weird, but I love all the like the the contact lenses. Was like I was like, oh, that's really actually a smart way to do yeah. this without having like where we could still see his eyes so he can emote. But like yeah. he is gathering info. Um, I'm also gonna and me and Arlen are talking about this. Like, Wright is my new favorite Gordon. Holy shit! Yeah. I don't know what it, like his performance is so not like anything I've seen anyone from Gordon. And like, I love the way that like just the way sometimes like he's super fucking cool and super fucking smooth, and then sometimes he's like, "Open your eyes." <laughs> he's, like, he's he is he's snarky. Um. With like the thumb drive thing, he's just like, oh, this oh, this, this guy. Well, right is, yes. is very good at doing a lot with very little, and just yeah, just like sneaking in little lines and little bits that tell you so much about his version of Gordon. Um, and I, I mean, this stood out to me a lot because I recently revisited Casino Royale, where he does a very similar thing with. Uh, oh yeah, Felix I forgot Slider. he's in that movie. Yep. He's the CIA <laughs> yeah. guy. In that movie, he has like maybe three lines, but he's one of the most memorable characters in the entire movie um, because of what he does with the lines that he has. I love um, that he calls Batman man. He's like, we got to get you out of here, man. <laughs> See, yeah. I, I like that. Casual. I don't even know who you are, still, man. Yeah, every, everybody else is still freaking out that he exists, and he's just like, yeah, it is what it is. Just whatever. See, to me, like, of any other... Of any of the other Batman movies, they are getting the vibe of Gotham is New York a lot in this movie. And he comes off as a... I lived in New York for fucking forever. This is not the most shocking thing I've seen. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of that old school, like, like, smooth, like, it's gonna, like, sound, but that's what it came off like. He, It's that smoothness of, like, an old school New York black guy, like, and that's him saying, man... Yeah, Hackman and the French Connection type thing, where it's just like, mm. yeah, whatever, just like, fuck it, fuck it. Well, I think, is- I think, I think the reason why uh, Wright works so well too is that, like, based on where Gordon would be at this point, like, he's starting to realize, like, oh god, this precinct, like, is so much dirtier than I realized, and like, what the big reveal is is kind of where he starts to maybe formulate, like, oh. Like, I know what I can do to fix this, and it gives him the opening. I'm trying to remember where he originally comes from when, before he gets transferred to Gotham in the comics. In year one? It depends Wasn't on it the- Chicago? That's what I was going to yeah. say. I think it is actually real-life Chicago. Yeah. And so he comes one. from a, shit, a shitty place, too. It's like, oh, I'm glad I'm leaving this shithole. And then he's like, oh, God. Oh, I mean, I'm like, in, I'm in I'm the, the shithole under the shithole. Yeah. yeah. 
Because in, in Zero Year, and this is one of the few things I don't like about Zero Year, he's like a lifetime Gotham person. Yeah, uh, no. I don't like that. I like him being like a someone that moved there. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think became it's became the living soul of Gotham more so than Batman. In all honesty, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, there's, we've talked about this in the various chats. Like the Year One stuff with Gordon is probably my favorite. Gordon stuff and my favorite Batman stuff in general, just him and his part of it and him him being as um important to everything and you get the feeling of that in this movie. Um you get a sense of like this history from the comics that is uh active in this universe that you're seeing. And I think that's part of what I really liked about it. Even though we're not going to see a year one adaption that does like all the Gordon stuff, I don't think we are. I don't I, think we need to. I don't, I don't think we need to either, but I can still, I, I imagine in my head, the scene of him, you know, it's the line we were talking about the other day, you know, I haven't, I haven't uh, laid out a Marine in a while. I can imagine Jeffrey Wright having that moment and him just like taking out a guy who's, you know, one and a half yeah. times his size. And to uh, me, to compare him to the only other really true live action Gordon, he seems like a competent cop. Yes. And we never really get to see that in the Nolan verse. Nope. Like Gordon's no. almost kind of goofy in many places, like in the Batmobile yeah. scene when he gets into it. And it's like, kind of takes the piss out of him. Yeah. There's a lot of like, they give a lot of the jokes to Gordon, which isn't in, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it undermines again, like how instrumental he is as like the other side of things. Like he's very important to Batman being effective. Um, in what he's doing and the nolan and, movies aside from maybe dark knight don't they don't really depict that um, he's the most dark involved in dark knight like he is he's yeah. getting dangerously close to what's going on in the dark knight the point where like he's the fulcrum yeah. of the fucking climax yeah. and then dark knight rises is like oh he's basically here lay in this bed jim all right stay there yeah. for a <laughs> long time yeah. he's, and he's cartoony in batman begins <clears throat> yes mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and John corrected me on this, but Lou and Connor, you can correct me further. I thought his accent was weird in Batman Begins when I revisited it recently. I think it's it's weirder in The Dark Knight because in The Dark Knight, he is like his Scottish, like wherever it is, like wherever he's from, slips out in the weirdest ways. Like I said in the chat, like he he says that one line, says like, don't try to hide from the fact that Chloe Maroney has people in your office. And instead of saying dent, he goes, dent! Yeah, the 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 like British like street punk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why they like a lot of those guys tried to do like a really thick uh, Eddie Brock esque (laughs) New York accent or Southern. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Most of the time, it's it's Southern accents, which people from the UK and countries other than the United States seem to be able to latch onto because it's so exaggerated and it's got such a wide swath. Well, and they sound like Foghorn Leghorn. It's bad. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel out of place. Yeah. Like, you, well, like, uh, yeah. Like, the guy who's walking dead for a few seasons, like, and, and it's it, not a southern accent, but it still, it still works. Coral. <laughs> and I do think in 20, in 2022, uh, making Gordon Uh, uh, like he's uh, him and holy shit Colin Farrell oh my god 
he's gone. Like there's no column yes. left. Like I like Yeah, I was shocked. I thought it was gonna look miles. like that. I'm like, he looks just like Arkham Penguin, just in the grin. Like yeah. he, he he's looks- a little too tall. And like maybe they could have framed it better, but like he looks fucking fine. And his attitude is great. I love mm-hmm. the scarring. Yeah, and it's I mean, literally, like it's you can barely tell that's Colin Farrell. Like there's little bits here and there in some of the shots of him, but his eyes like there's parts yep. of his eyes you see it. Like if you yep. really know him, like like scenes like you can kind of see through that, but like the nose and below, like it looks so good. Yeah, and, and he's like, doing I, a great job. Some of his delivery, like I just can't get it in my head. Like the fucking Batman with Chase, where he's like, "I got you, you friggin' psycho! I got you!" Like he's so good, he's so unhinged. <laughs> yeah, the scene I saw him, it's like I love how they made him like such a cocky like asshole. Yep. He's like, "Do you know who I am?" And it's like, "Do you know who you are?" And he's just like, "Uh," like oh. I love just like that. Like it's just like a well designed penguin. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's. I'm guessing you're talking about the part where uh, it's, the first time we see him. Yeah, he's first talking with Batman. Yeah, and when he shoves him against the glass. Yeah, like how he's like looking at him out of the corner of his eye when he's putting the drugs blatantly on yes. the uh, serving tray. Like, yeah, now, he's just like, oh, I haven't gonna... finished it. Is those supposed to be Tweedledee and Tweedledum? That's what I was thinking. I, think I, I it has to be oh, a reference shit, the for twins. That. The yeah, twins. that's, that's, that's completely that. what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Way. That would be a really good pull for them to do because, like, they're they're so yeah. dumb. Like, who yeah. cares? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Arlen? Those was, twins. Uh, th- those twins. Um, uh, former flashbacks uh, of '90s Budweiser commercials. <laughs> for, former reoccurring stars, uh, uh, co-stars from uh, Teen Wolf. Uh, oh, okay. Never mind. I I, I rescind <laughs> the. Wait for my joke. You know what's funny, Arlen, is that I, you and I had this. I, I sent you something like, I checked back on Superman and Lois, and like, man, the fucking Bizarro stuff they are doing is awesome. Oh, we, I, I, we I, can talk about this. I well, love that shit. Before before we get away from Batman too much, um, I did just want to bring up the fact that like, mm. I think it did so much so right with Batman and touched right. on so many things that I've wanted to see in a Batman movie. And I wasn't in love with it. Like I liked Fair. it, but mm-hmm. it just, I feel like the thing that, that was hurting it the most to me was that it wasn't a, it wasn't an R rated film. And I, you could you know, feel you them know what, honestly, pushing what it, against what hurt it you, for me along those lines. Mm-hmm. Is it like, Remember that first tweet that came out when the test screens came out? They're like, it's a three-hour horror movie with an ending and final scene so shocking your eyes will melt out of your face. And like, I was like, mm-hmm. there's no way this movie is living up to this, this ridiculous description you're throwing at us. Like, the people coming out of there were like, it's awful and disturbing and it's rated R and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, none of this shit is true. It can't be true. Yeah. And then like, none of it was. I well, it's all implied violence. Movie before, if you've never, if you just like, if this is the first time you've seen a film, maybe yeah. I should see that reaction. But that was that. <laughs> I think went, was my big thing for the whole Dakota. movie is that it <laughs> felt like the PG thirteen like seam was just ready to explode on them the whole yeah. time during this movie. But they fought against it, and it's it's almost like yeah, like. Yeah. I don't know why Warner Brothers wouldn't be bold and be like, no, you know what? We're bringing out an R-rated superhero film. Yeah, and like, like yeah. along the lines of those that tweet, like they they kept the one thing I remember from that was like, 
oh my god, the ending is so crazy. Like you'll never. I'm like, is it gonna end with like the Riddler disemboweling Alfred, like like and giving him the angel's wings from Silence of the Lambs? Because that's fucking shocking. But like, no, no, no that and, shit happens. And, like, I mean, well, I'm guessing in the cut that they that they're talking about, like it ends with the flooding, and that uh, maybe I don't know, or maybe it ended with like a an extended Joker thing because I don't know what that could be. Well, yeah, I'm kind of. I'm kind of wondering if that deleted well, that, scene was original. Yeah, I was going to say that leaked or that they released that, right? That Joker Yeah, thing? they did. Well, what it was was um it the uh website that uh that ends up getting revealed at a point in the movie um was a real website that you could go to and you would have to answer questions right. and it would it would have like behind the scenes stuff and and just like mm-hmm. promo material and that's that that Joker thing that leaked or not leaked was released. You could originally open up via that website. Oh, yeah, oh, I it was say Riddler's terrifying. Yes. Um, holy oh. shit. Paul Dano. And it's leaked. an idea that they have been flirting with since before Batman forever to do yeah. the Riddler mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause uh, I, think, I think Tim Burton had wanted to do something similar with the, yeah, the there was a point when, yeah, I think Eddie Murphy was supposed to be it and they wanted to do him as a serial killer. Mm-hmm. I um, think that's correct. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was Marlon Wayans. No, wait, um, no, that's that was a, Robin. That, Robin. That was yeah. Robin. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Yeah. I know. I like the, you know, the like, little um, inclusions like, from, um, from yeah. Long Halloween, like the, the Carmine Falcone yeah. getting uh, operated on like by Thomas Wayne in his house. I'm like, yeah. that is some sublime stuff you're pulling from that book. Like, well, that's that, pretty good shit. All, yeah. All yeah, of the deep cut comic stuff was very enjoyable. All of that. All, every yeah. every aspect of that. And the way that it, I think it all worked in in a way that felt natural and compelling. Um, and I really appreciated that. But Eric, I, I think you're you're getting at something where... I really appreciate the idea of it's seven, but Batman is there. Um, mm-hmm. that in, yeah. that and like you could a good idea. You can do the R rating without it being Batman. The cause of the R make the villains be the cause of the R. I, yeah. But that's the thing. It's that's what they did in Justice Disco- League. All the violence in Dis- Cyrica is committed by Steppenwolf. Discovery well, I mean, knows that they're going to make money off of uh, 13 to 15 year olds who are going to see this movie too. Well, even along if, with all the adults. Even the other people who have been in charge, the um, the guy who was in charge of New Line for a very long time, who sort of has been the real consistent voice at DC for the last few years, like he knows the difference between releasing a PG thirteen, uh, you know, spookum movie and an R rated one, and he knows, and he's done the math, and I think it was a purely like mathematical decision. Yeah. This is this is what we can do. It's we hard to sell a Batman shaped pizza if it's rated R. Right. Exactly. It's hard to have all like the marketing for that movie was insane. And what you're gonna get on return isn't it's just not worth it with a character that's that way. And again, it's not that they wouldn't have made money. Joker, as much as I do not like that movie very much, was a gigantic success. Yes, it was. It was just like one of the biggest R-rated movies ever released. So it's not that they couldn't have made money releasing this as an R, but there was a there was somebody but they could make that. more money releasing yeah. it as a PG thirteen. Yeah, and that's exactly. that's exact. That's one of the other reasons that like I know they went with PG thirteen because nobody, and honestly, and this isn't me being like Marvel zombie, but until Marvel releases an R-rated movie, nobody else is going to try and touch the idea. Like yeah. DC is entirely too once, gun shy. Once you get an MCU Disney branded Deadpool, I think things will change. 
Like, but well, and that's the that's coming. Yeah, I I don't think we'll get a main, uh, uh, in DC's case, a main a big three. In Marvel's case, I don't even think they have a big three anymore, just because of no. Know. It's well because those guys are tired. If yeah, you consider. It. And well, Moon Knight's getting real movies. Like yeah. before the MCU, I would have said the big three was Spider Man, Wolverine, and Cap. Eric, who, uh, who's who would you have said was the three? I would say Cap. 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 Cap okay, has yeah, always yeah. been. Yeah. yeah. Like if that's the big three, I would say that that is evaporated because they've just spread all their energy out in such a way so that like every character is yeah. a big. Character. Like if if they decide or whatever they decide to do with that stuff i know we're pivoting wolverine is the movie if they do anything of a solo movie it would be an r movie yeah, he kills to. everything that's yeah. the whole point of him also you, well, can't, the, a, you can't make like you, you can't shy away from yeah. like a post logan world where that movie was exactly fucking i need to see literally like hunks of meat as he's on like slicing point, through people on that point i think that's why it could happen because we already know deadpool 3 yeah, it's greenlit. They're making it. Um, yeah, yeah, and it, and it's going to be an R. Ryan Reynolds has said as much, and he, the implication is he would have left if they wouldn't have let him do that one as an R. That, that there's that no was, reason. Well, once again, though, that yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, that goes back to what we were saying earlier about the Batman Arlen is that right. that is a cost analysis. If yep. they they're like, if we release PG thirteen, we're going to lose a huge amount of people who would go and see this willing, movie, and they're willing to do that with Deadpool because. Mm-hmm. They don't see they don't see nearly the same drop off with their math. Uh, no. I mean, again, that's why they were willing to do it with the Joker because the Joker is a character where, yeah, no, there's there's no reason not to do this one as an R. Doing yeah. this PG thirteen actually might hurt us. It might actually hurt our chances of this being. God, can you imagine? Well, I, that, like, I, can you imagine that movie PG thirteen? Like, well, it no. I don't it wouldn't exist the way it does because I don't think Joaquin Phoenix would have signed on to a PG thirteen Joker. Yeah, and like I, that, I think you could do the, some of the cuts. That movie like, is all performance and teeth, and like if you took the teeth out, mm-hmm. like you'd have performance, but like right. there'd be no substance. Like the, the I think that movie is like really firing all cylinders when like when it's being that like outwardly shocking. Um, yeah. I think the joke, like the origin story, is like meh, but like. Watching Robert De Niro get his fucking head blown off on TV is yes. r- <laughs> it's kind yes. of fucking awesome. Like, sorry, <laughs> like I've never seen him eat shit like that before on film. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can show you some movies. Well, if, yeah, if you want to see somebody eat shit, just go watch Pink Flamingos. Uh, oh, I was thinking a different way. What's the movie he did with Al Pacino when they were super old? Oh, Righteous Kill or the other Righteous Kill or what's the boxing movie he did against Stallone? But they're like 75 years old. I haven't even seen that one. Oh, wow. That exists. And yeah, and John Bernthal is in it, too, I think. Yes, I believe he is. And Joey Diaz. Get that money. (laughs) Um, Um, Which if they ever do anything with the Punisher, that needs to be. Are yeah. Um. Well, he's. I, I thought you were gonna say he should be Joey Diaz, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took the elevator like a doctor. Um. Nah, he's micro. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh my god, that'd be the fucking best. Hey, Frank. Frank. <laughs> Frank. But you, you, you gotta hack into. The, you gotta hack. You gotta do the hacking. I'm typing. You gotta plug the Frank. USB in there, and I'll do the thing. You know. <laughs> like a fucking doctor. <laughs> um. Superman Lois uh, is the 
the only fucking it's, good thing that CW is producing right now. I legit, I stopped watching everything else. I have mm-hmm. no desire really? to go back to the Flash, even if even if they did mm-hmm. finally do the thing that me Arlen were screaming for for years, which is bring back Ronnie Raymond. Um, uh, it, he's it, been busy. It. <laughs> uh, they did. They brought it back. And it, guess what? It sucks. Um, he's oh, I'm not surprised. Deathstorm and you know, Deathstorm uh, looks like a fucking. He looks like the Iron. Wait, Maiden. they brought him back um, again as Deathstorm. Yes, but now he is yeah. like now he's Ronnie Raymond like from the singularity after he died and like he's a brand new character. Um, but the problem mm-hmm. is Deathstorm himself is a CGI monstrosity that looks like the Iron Maiden character. Who the fuck is what that thing? What's that fucking thing? Oh, Eddie. Eddie. It looks oh, like Eddie, Eddie yeah. with a big flaming head. Like it looks fucking terrible. Yeah, I'll just keep watching Upload, and me and Eric will message each other about I, it. Yeah, <laughs> but Superman Lois um, is, fuck, like, I, one, the production values, fantastic, and two, like, it's just consistently good, and the stuff with Bizarro is really, really interesting. Um, I'll watch it someday. Just, yeah, just and, like, like I, I, I think the kids' story and, like, the B and C stories are also that's really the thing. good. That's the thing I bet the show is really strong with, like, None of these subplots get tiresome, and like you're not stuck with an Iris West. Everybody's good. No. Everybody is functional. Everybody's likable. And like even Lana Lang, like with her shitty fucking conservative husband, it's like I'm invested in this because like I want to. Oh, they're because they're help. doing stuff with it. Yeah, like it's, and I think like they, they kind of address, and it makes like why wouldn't that character exist? They're exactly. in fucking Kansas. and even at some points, like they make you like him. You're like, oh, he's not like he, he's just a. Beneath all he's a the dumbass. Rough, he's just a fucking yeah. He's a dumbass, but like he does, he's not like he's not horrible. But like there's that. I found that I, I'm not up to date, but like I came across this scene where they're showing the the Bizarro world, and like it's got this fucking red sun, and like it he li- Bizarro lives on the same farm, but it's trashed, and like uh, there's photos where Lois and one of the kids are scratched out, but not Jonathan, and like um. They all talk backwards, and like the presentation of Bizarro was fucking cool. Um, now I I had a question. Uh, I only get my news from Tucker Carlson, and uh, <laughs> which which of uh, Superman's kids in this is half a quar? <laughs> the one with powers. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You're telling me that they're saying queers can have the same power? Uh, sorry. Um. Anyway. Oh no, he's he's. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. I thought you were talking about like he's. I would you say he's he's half a quar. <laughs> I was gonna say Connor. Like, <laughs> would you say I'm that they're struggling kind of to find out? Like, even contextually, I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about like that. He has like mental problems because then that's what I thought. Because I think no. they're trying to kind of dance well, no, around I, that he's would, on the spectrum. I would, I would say they, that they, Tucker they, Carlson they, would agree that these type of people have a mental problem. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't wow. even know what to do. Um, yeah, I'm just turning red. Um, so you broke like, me. What is it? It's, um, it's, it's Jonathan. No, it's Jordan. No, it's, uh, Jordan, yeah. Yeah, because they're both named after Jorel and Jonathan. Um, Jordan, they say in the first episode, has, like, an anxiety disorder. And, like, just can't, he has a lot of trouble functioning in, like, you know, high-pressure social situations. Um, and I like, like, the dynamic between him and Jonathan, because Jonathan is, like, God's gift to preps Jock. and jocks like he's he's fucking mm. he has everything he's 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 handsome he's he's plays football everyone loves him and I love the idea of like 
him getting pissed because they moved to Smallville and he loses all of that. He's like, yeah, I have nothing yeah. now. And like, and, they like the as, and then his shitty emo brother gets superpowers. Well, he gets superpowers and Clark's like, okay, you can play football because Jonathan speaks up for him. He's like, no, let him play football because it's the happiest I've ever seen him. And like the two seasons so far, like Jordan, it has substantial restraint when playing football and pretty much is only doing it to have fun and not stand out. Like he's doing it because it's the only thing that gives him joy. He did take it from Jonathan, but it's really interesting. And, like, Lois is fucking awesome. Lois doesn't fucking need Clark around. Lois has put Clark in his place so many times. Um, Clark literally has no job. Yeah, and Tower Heckron's amazing. <laughs> He's playing both Bizarro and Superman in this one. Uh, the, the Tauro character is awesome. I didn't think I would oh, like Oh, he is such an interesting character. So, in Superman and Lois, uh, 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 what is fucking Superman's mom's name? Not Martha. Uh, Lon- uh, Lara. Laura, Laura fucked around mm. on Jorel, and uh, so they kind of steal from the Man of Steel origin stuff with them genetically connecting people. Okay, and that she was genetically oh, connected she was, it was to an another marriage, cr- right? Arranged, but they never did anything, and he is a bio baby. Okay, so I yeah, see. so in this, Cal has a biological brother who shows up under the guise of uh, Morgan Edge, and he's secretly a Kryptonian. Um, then like they had this recurring thing with the ex kryptonite where like he was basically producing kryptonite on earth to basically make super soldiers, but it's like super fucking unstable and there's only a limited supply of it. Yes. Um, uh, to, for basically Lara also invented the eradicator and that is what he's using to put Kryptonian consciousnesses into humans yes. and bring back Krypton. So yeah. And like you have steel, which is, who is awesome. Um, he's, amazing character yeah he's a ama- he shows up as captain luther in the first season and then you're, he's revealed to be john henry irons from another earth where superman went rogue and killed everybody um and so he shows where, up- it's literally he came from an earth where this plan from the brother works yeah um and i was telling Arlen, yeah. they have they have the groundwork right now to do the reign of the superman if they wanted to but I, killing clark is just don't do it um well, yeah, and it's not a, it's not that interesting of a story. No, but and, well, and the fact that the thing is, they have Jordan as Superboy, they have Steel as Steel, they have Tauro as Eradicator, and then now you have um, uh, Bizarro hanging mm. around. Like, there's there's enough pieces, and honestly, having this many Kryptonians and Kryptonian level threats around, you think would get stale, and it just fucking doesn't for some reason. Call the writing is just so well, good. Plus, plus what the government is doing. Plus, there's a fucking cult that Lois is investigating that her sister was a part of. Yeah, there's like a, isn't there like a weird government like Kryptonian X Men program where they're like they're making these. Yes, yeah, so the, the basically the X the stuff from the X Kryptonite the government is using that to make super people. Yeah, I I went to like five or six different comic stores over this week or so that I've had off. We are the absolute worst. Nerds are the worst people on earth. You're like, holy shit. Like, I'm listening to all of that. I'm like, I know all of these things that you're talking about and what they're references to. Oh, God, we're the worst types of people on earth, aren't we? I mean, I mean, we vent- did you see that fucking tweet I put in the chat earlier? Those people are the worst. Wrestling fans are oh, the God. worst. Oh, my nerds. God. Yeah. Oh, God. Guys, Bret Hart is going to outlive all of us. He's going to outlive me, my children, my children's children. And then finally, after well, that's done, he will induct Owen Hart into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, according to I really like Red Hat's KKK Con. 
Exactly. Yeah. QAnon one. Yeah. But it was it was yeah. Hang Tony Khan with three Ks. But with, but yeah. with three Ks. With three Ks. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That that Venn diagram of people who really love and believe in wrestling and terrible idiots is getting closer and closer. Uh, I, I mean, it, from my perspective, hey, it has always been that close. Uh, um, they put a know. WWE superstar into the White House. Yeah, they did. They really did. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he also, he's he's up there for taking one of the worst stunners of all time too. He just, uh, it's a, it, it is. Is he in the WWE Hall of Fame? I don't think so, but like, <laughs> not it yet. Is, it is surreal to watch. I Donald am Trump, shocked like, that he's not. It is still surreal to go back <laughs> and, and just... watch Donald Trump take a bump because like, it's punched I think at some point and like just if he like he can't even fall without looking like just a fucking fool and like. He takes a stunner from Stone Cold at WrestleMania one year, and like, I think of all wrestling moves ever, it's the easiest one to take. Grab his you shoulders, literally just have to go to your knees. knees, and then fall backwards. That's it. Like, it's just it's the most trauma-free kind of move. And Trump takes mm -hmm. it by like throwing his arms out all the way, bending at the waist a little bit, and then just slumping over. Like, it's amazing to watch him leave a vertical place because he looks so fucking weird. <laughs> Connor, he, he had the best high jump his high school coach had ever seen in his entire sure existence. He did. So when he uh, eventually, and oh god, when he eventually gets reelected, um, you realize he's he's just going to be an insane god king. He will be in the WWE Hall of Fame, and he probably will show up and take bumps at WrestleMania. Like he will, he will be completely mad with power at that point. Well, so, this is the yeah. beginning of running man future eric where yes. at the end yeah. of the match um a dissident is sent into the ring <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah. dogs are also put into the ring and those yeah, dogs have in a week he has uh, joe biden wrestle a like a a gauntlet match against like all of the wrestlers that he could name no, no, no see joe i want i want them to straight up bring in the 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 gladiators from the running man or yes. whatever whatever they were called like i want i want uh i want hunters. nitro there the hunters thank you i want nitro there i want buzzsaw like i want that you want thing of that zero your, what did they say yeah. now no zero <laughs> so, um, obama and biden they don't even get to participate they just have to watch they're yeah. they're like put on like uh, crucifixes and they're forced to watch <laughs> I, oh my god I if you try to give joe biden a stunner like like Stone Cold wouldn't get past the kick. Like he'd kick him and Joe Biden would just explode to bones. Like just like <laughs> He's eighty seven years old. Yes. Oh, oh, God. oh but his uh... You know what? See, I love the idea of the onions version of him popping out like i don't think you understand who you're messing with sir <laughs> like, rolling up he, the sleeve under joe biden he, is actually the he grabs steve austin's foot and just like breaks his knee like he just bends his leg upwards like he does that and then he rolls up his sleeve and reveals like really bad acdc and like motley crew tattoos on his forearms so joe biden is hack sergeant duggan <laughs> yes. so, no, so what he does is he does a spell and he eats an entire onion while doing the spell and he summons the onion version of himself and uh yeah and then he controls what? his body and yeah. What are you referencing? I have, I have no, no idea. You, like you lost Japanese us. RPG. Oh, like when you brought up the running man, all Dark I started Souls doing item? was like <laughs> maybe. Well, I, I started 
current day the onion, fan casting. The onion represents the website. It's a. It's a yeah. Oh, you're saying he oh, the onion oh, becomes okay. the onion's representation yeah. of Joe Biden. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it makes entirely too much sense. I, I, but hey, wait, you, you, you combine both of them. Like, you put Joe Biden in the ring with Steve Austin. Steve Austin's like, welcome to him. And like, Joe Biden reaches behind him, and, like, pulls out an onion from his coats. And he's like, you don't know who you're messing with, son. And just like takes a fucking big, gross bite out of an onion. <laughs> Is it like a Vidalia onion that's the size of my fist? Yeah. Yes. No, it's the onions that are. And like, everyone's yeah, like, so everyone stops. Like, motherfuckers took a bite out of an onion. Um and right. then and then he just like he just Larry at Steve Austin whose head just pops off like and then he says uh, I brought somebody with me and it's Al Pacino with his Shrek phone um uh, and a Dunkachino yeah 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 exactly and uh, oh. yeah. see I, my brain went into a different cast I was like all right who are we casting as these hunters in Trump's new thing and I was like oh no it's all I know. Fox News slew it's all well, it's, it's or Ingram. <laughs> well no because i was thinking of oh man and now i lost the name of the football player that's running for senate uh, uh and it is it Her- Watkins? no herschel or- walker herschel, herschel walker who yeah. talks about having multiple personalities and that he also only eats soup and works out all he does is well, push-ups and sit-ups like one punch man absolutely no, mm-hmm. so, point it should be like too i think in every in every major sport Maybe I'm not the sportsman like some of you are, uh, particularly Lou. Um, in almost every major one, there has been like one, at least one guy who's like come out as the MAGA guy. There was a oh, there's MMA a lot guy. of them. Yeah, there was a there was the one one MMA guy who was like wearing like uh, red, white, and blue shorts. Yes. And, like, a MAGA hat uh, and, oh, Kofi Covington. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And it was literally, was, but it was. It's a character he put on that made him very famous and lots of money. Like he's uh, he was um, Alex Jonesing it, but you know, not filing for bankruptcy. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, Did he uh, forget uh, his kid's name because he ate chili? Right. And he wasn't claiming any kids were uh, fake killed or uh, crisis actors. Um, uh, uh, um, anyways. Um, the real world is a nightmare. That's why we do no. this shit. Um, Sorry, I was uh, I was chewing some M and M's and taking care of dog stuff. So back to the <laughs> eating an onion thing, real quick. Um, <laughs> no, we, we don't have to continue on that. On no, that. no, 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 no. This is uh, it's it's fun side story. Um, I was like, uncle, no, I insist. W- I do. <laughs> um, my uncle was a, a colonel in the Air Force before he retired, and he had told my mom stories about training and things like that. And uh, I got to hear about him secondhand. And one of the stories was that during a particularly high level, like, I guess, survival drills that Mm. some of the uh, upper echelon had to go through, he was dropped out of a plane with a parachute um, and a bag containing a survival knife and an onion. And he had to (laughs) he had to get to I get whatever point however many clicks away and he was talking about how he was eating the onion like an apple at one point oh, he was so hungry God. okay <sighs> yeah just because to, to tag on to your story because i literally we met uh he came it's over a today just had a shit, baby like my uncle did. um our friend he is an <laughs> or he was an army ranger we don't know what he does now but he disappears for weeks on end and then comes uh-huh. back uh, a whole lot. Don't he, fucking worry about it. <laughs> I don't know. He does something he's not allowed to tell us. Um, he said during his ranger tr- survival training, 
he basically had the same thing. They didn't have to go in the plane, but they left him in the desert. And part mm-hmm. of it was field dressing and eating raw rabbit. Oh, because nice. you cannot make a fire because that'll yep. give away your position. Yeah. So we gave them as a gift for the new baby. Bite into a fucking <laughs> onion, like. Uh, we gave them a stuffed rabbit as a gift for their son. Oh god! Like a stuffed animal. <laughs> as like a joke. He also told me, "What is? I'm trying to remember the. What's the? I think it's Michael Mann movie with them. Bro, it's not Ronan. Um, You're asking the Al- exact same person. You just got to use me. Yes, <laughs> Al Pacino, De Niro, Val Kilmer. Heat. Heat. Like though he confirmed that the rumor is true that it, to show how to do proper cover training, they watch the scene from Heat. That's yeah, crazy. In the military, because Heat, the people at Heat, they went to like the LAPD and stuff, and the LAPD has some of the best gun training in the country, or some bullshit like that. Yes, at um, the time, yes. The LAPD, yeah, at the time. Wasn't the LAPD involved in like the longest police shootout in history. It yes. is. It is based. They. It is after Heat, I believe. It the base heat on it, but even the shooting before that previous long, before that longest shooting, the previous one happened in LA, I believe. Um, yeah, w- yeah, yeah, and they yeah, just have some of the most consistent. I think like the, the, there's the, it's like the forty, it's like a forty-seven minute standoff, like with, with yeah, because the guys were all ex-military and they were wearing bulletproof vests and stuff. I don't remember yeah. if they got the idea from Heat or they based the movie Heat on them. What's funny is that I, I didn't think... I didn't make that connection until now, but like I remember there was a made for TV movie called Forty Seven Minutes that like details the whole thing too. I remember, I remember seeing that a long time ago. There was also a there's also I don't know what show this is. Um, I can't remember what the name of it, but like I came across it on YouTube, mm. and it's a cop show, but it's a it's one episode is devoted entirely to a school shooter, and like it is like thirty of the most tense minutes I've ever seen on television. Because you follow these people, like these cops, in and out of this building, and like there's no music, and they're following them, like, like, from, like, basically you follow like a few groups, and like it is harrowing. You don't ever see anybody get shot, but you see constant carnage. Like there's just people lying everywhere, and like I think at some point, like one of the officers gets shot, and like that's the only person you see get hit, and like it's, I gotta look. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's called like the something, but it's like it's like it's it's a number. I gotta look it up. Okay, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, on a similar subject, I recently watched, recently, like two months ago, but um, I watched uh, one of Denis Villeneuve's first movies, um, mm-hmm. Polytechnique. Um, fantastic and? movie. Um, very brutal, though. Extremely brutal. Um, what it, is it about? It's about a, a school at the Polytechnique University. Um, a shooting by a, what was the guy? He's like a pre-incel basically okay Uh, his his entire thing is about how like liberalism is ruining women um and how it is right yes yes and how they shouldn't be going to space um Mm -hmm. uh and it was it's something about that and it's basically like a lot of build-up you're sort of meeting the characters that you're going to be watching throughout it and the shooter and then it's just almost completely unbroken in I think in somewhat real time the shooting as it took place um, um, and it's really yeah. the show is called and 192 and it's a Canadian police procedural well I don't I, if that was just a bunch of ketchup and, and <laughs> syrup then nobody was getting shot in Canada that's yeah. crazy 
Yeah. Well, Canada, well, you can get back up there where the, the performance is over there, son. I feel like I feel like in Canada they would they're the only people I could think of that would take it seriously enough. Um yeah. they also wouldn't be afraid to cross some lines that American producers would want to I will say like I don't watch cop dramas because like I say I, I watch CSI, but that's like that's not a cop show. That's a fucking mm. sci fi show. Like it's they're like oh it does a blood sample. Sense. I'll put it in my computer, it's done. Um Well also fuck twelve. Uh, yeah. Also, let's let the scientists in the room to interrogate. Yeah, the scientists. Will also, the scientists with a gun uh, will also interrogate the suspect. Yeah, be like, who the fuck are you? You're not a cop. Fuck out of my face, um, old man Grisham. But like, this was. What are you doing? Shooting mitochondria. This was the most. They had like, to give him an excuse to hold a gun again. Yeah, they had to give Will Graham an excuse. So um, yeah, this was the most like sincere and intense and like terrifying like segment of tv i've seen in a long time because like they took it super fucking seriously um there's barely any dialogue and like this there's no music and like the way the camera is uh it's a, it's a shaky cam so you get this very realistic feel to it and like you never see the shooter either you always see that uh, like you see from the pov of like the cops and like he's always ducking behind a door or he's got a hostage or he's hiding on a shelf like you never see him and like most of it is just the cops trying to fucking make sense of this and it's awesome i think the whole like it's most of the episodes on youtube and that's how i found it like it just the algorithm popped up one day i was like this and i was watching the toilet at work i was like i have to go back to work i can't i can't put this down <laughs> well i'm i'm wondering if you don't see the killer because it's one of two things it's either a moose or it's the uh, it's the Wendigo. <laughs> oh, anybody see antlers? It's six and a half caribou. Yeah, I saw antlers. Is it yeah. good? Because I, I I fucking just blinked and that movie fucking came out. Yeah, it's a horde of caribou led by one moose. Yeah, well they form like Voltron. Just, yeah, it's, it's, four, it's four small caribou in a trench coat. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, antlers was. It was I heard it's good? nothing like what it was sold as. It it's is not a horror movie. It's barely even a horror movie. Is it is I just think. a sadness movie. Like That's it's what I was told. I was told, I was told it is a big essay on oh. on trauma and the effect that it has on a family unit. You know, I just want to say I got very confused right now. I thought you were talking about the Kevin Smith movie. Was it Boosh Jaws? No, that movie. Has I know. Yeah, Boosh Jaws doesn't I, exist yet. Yes, no, I got um, very confused. It's like, oh wait, yeah, Antlers, the really fucked up one. Never mind. No, Antlers is the one where it's like, it takes place entirely in that sort of. It's like abuse. Area. Yeah, it's it's a lot of that stuff. It's like about like child abuse and like the failing and poverty. Yeah, poverty, yeah, drug use, and like and um. Yeah. Meth. Yes, and it's it's very it's methy. It's the area between um. Washington, Vancouver, um, not BC, Washington, Vancouver, and Seattle. It's that little strip there that not a lot of people talk about, and it's very rural. And um, it's where the vampires on Twilight hunted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let me tell you something. From what I understand this thing would fuck one of those guys up, okay? <laughs> you know, people, you know, when people talk about the coast here, they're not talking about that area, they're talking about yeah. Seattle, which technically isn't actually on the coast te technically um well, my question is arlen if those wendigos came into the united states would they lose their curse because that's how uh, it works in the marvel universe really that's how it, <laughs> yes. if they leave canada when when wendigo curse is strictly canadian 
Once you cross into out of Canada, you no longer have the curse. Bank. Man, I'm on the I'm, West Bank. I would be a cannibal like in a drop of a hat in the Marvel Universe if that's the case. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, Canada would... Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to be in Canada all the time. I'd be a first-time cannibal. That that curse respects political boundaries. And the great thing about Canada is, like, if you're that, if you're super far north in Canada, it's all people who had to leave the U.S. because of crimes. It's like entirely that. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Or they were goddamn cowards and wouldn't go fight the Chinaman in Vietnam. Right. Exactly. It's all people who are on the run from something. (laughs) There's something. <laughs> you just reminded me of something. If anybody wants to be a real history nerd, Google the Pig War, which is a war that almost had came to blows between the US and Canada because a pig was killed. I know bits about wow. this. Because, in this in um, this specific piece of land you were talking uh, about. Oversimplified covered this. I haven't finished the series yet, but yeah, he he covered this. Yes. yes. About Robert Picton, but I'm all no, no, no. Literally, Canada drew one map, the U.S. drew another, and one island. Both of them claimed, and they put each one put a guy on the other side of the island, and one killed the other guy's pig because he was eating his plants. (laughs) And it almost caused a war between the United States and Canada. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. So on the uh, on the note, real quick, of uh, things that at least. I know, Darlin, you were just talking about the uh, Denis film, but um, there's a show on Apple TV Plus called Severance. Mm. And I would encourage everybody here oh, to watch it. That's the one with um, Adam Scott. Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, he was he was in uh, what he was in. Uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Big I Little Lies. Something like that. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, if you guys aren't familiar with the premise, the idea is that there are people who willingly get an operation that puts a chip in their head that when they're at work, they don't know about the outside world. And when they're outside of work, they don't know about what happened at work Ooh, at all. Wow. So they... Technological compartmentalization. It's... Mm. It's a comedy. Well, no, it's like they ride an elevator down to where they work. And when they get to a certain point, the chip kicks in and all of a sudden they're just yeah. they're back at work again. Um, it it seems like a comedy, but it pulls some really great like I want to say like Twin Peaks light moves with it. Is it because kind of like what was um, shit Ant-Man? What the hell is it? Paul Rudd? That show he did? I have no idea. What no idea. Uh, I know what oh. you're talking about. I've never actually seen he, it, though. It was um, like a year or two ago. He did a show about cloning. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was uh, Living With Yourself. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Living uh, With Yourself. Yeah. No, like, it was no clue. It is like It's like you're wealthy enough to go into a spa to get rejuvenated. And what they do is they clone you and they kill your old self. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I mean, it, they it fuck up with like him. It sounds right, like it's it, more of a street comedy than yeah. what no, it's a dark. Is. It's, this is, it's a dark comedy. My understanding is that movie gets actually really dark in places. Um, yeah, living, living with yourself is super fucking dark. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I've I've seen uh, a, a bit of Severed. I guess like a, a third of it. Um, I was actually gonna binge it all like last week, but then I realized that my Apple TV had expired. So I, uh, I, I just really... I paid for a month of it just so we could watch that. Yeah, I'm, I I think I will do that because Pachinko looks really good. A bunch of stuff just hit there and. I don't know what's going on with that show, Slow Horses. It feels like they're in like a mid-season break or something, but that show really hooked me really That's quick. the uh, Gary Oldman one, right? Yeah, and it's like um, 
if anybody's seen one of my favorite movies, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, it's like the opposite of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. <laughs> like if Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy is taking spy stuff and espionage very deadly serious, it's it's much more of like the comedic. This, like, is, yeah. this is the roller coaster ride version of it. Yes. This is like, oh, spies like make mistakes and they <laughs> fart and they. <laughs> and, Literally sitting here trying to come up with the antonym to each of those words. <laughs> well no this no the the antonym would be for tinker sailors tinker tailor soldier spy that's but no these this is the one where it's like oh spies are just like normal people and they just do normal things and they're not all like highfalutin 24 7 which is what tinker tailor soldier spy depicts um i've said that more times today than i thought i would tinker uh, soldier spy <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing brain oxygen. Ah. Um, oh, have uh, have any of you watched uh, that new Josh Brolin show on Amazon Prime, uh, Open Range? Yes, I, a new episode is out, isn't it? I oh uh, yeah, two new episodes are out. Has anybody watched oh, Halo? Yeah. I'm kidding. Um, no, I have. I watched I have next door to zero interest in. <laughs> uh, no, Open I'm Range. Uncle, I watch nothing. Open range, I think all of you should watch just because like it's definitely a showcase for acting talent, but like yeah. then there's the fucking bizarre aspect of it that feels like I don't know, Wyoming like Twin Peaks or yeah. Lost yeah. actually. Wyoming Lost would be a better way to put it. Yeah. It's really weird. It, it's very yeah. strange. No, like, extra white it's people. Like, yes. It's a bunch of like character actors who everybody has seen them in something, at least one thing. In my case, it's the guy from Banshee, who we've talked about at length before, the the former neo-Nazi character, um, and then Josh Brolin is there also as the as the lead. Um, oh, Mimi yeah. Rogers too. Yes, yes, me. Oh. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, it's just it's really really good. I've only seen the first two episodes. It sounds like there are four episodes now. Yep. Um, so. I need to get on that, but it's, it's yeah. a lot of, it's, they're all playing people that are broken in different ways. Mm. It's uh, pretty I great. That. I mean, do you guys know what the premise Just is? of and I? <laughs> it's well, the idea is that Josh Brolin finds this giant, perfectly round hole in his West field. And there yeah. doesn't seem to be a bottom to it. And it, when you drop things into it, transfers through time because stuff can yeah. appear at various points and in various conditions mm -hmm. and yeah. uh and there's a rival landowner who has some sort of involvement with the gosh, whole... it's yeah, I, yeah. It's and because so of time travels shenanigans he knows about the whole ahead of time probably yeah if i guess. i don't know i don't yeah. know it's josh it's brolin I think it's always been there, honestly. Probably. Um, yeah. Or at least the, the hole has been there and it hasn't been there at the same time. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah it could go either way. It, um, it's funny you mention that because something happens in one of the episodes you're going to see. Anyways. Mm, mm, I can't wait. Honestly, I'm very excited yeah. now that you said it was two episodes. I was yes. going to wait till the show ended and then just watch the rest. But No. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. Like it's it's stuff that everyone needs to get on, and 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 this is this is a joke that I made that I don't mind repeating at all. Um, I don't know how this happened because the writer has no experience before this, no, yeah. nothing on IMDb at least, and 
I if it was bad, I would be saying, what dirt does he have on Bezos? Does he have like <laughs> pictures of him like doing horrible things? How did how did this how does this work? How do you get a job at Amazon having no prior experience? Um, it's but, it's yeah. Amazon and Apple are making power moves to take over the streaming market. Like, oh, yeah. and, well, and I mean Hulu, whatever is going to be Hulu because they can't stop Disney. But yeah. <laughs> tying back to what, what Connor said in the beginning. Netflix will be around forever. Netflix yeah. is gonna <laughs> Netflix is gonna hit some hard times and they're gonna have to do a reset. Um yeah. isn't and, Amazon have the Lord of the Rings thing? Did they just put out like a teaser? Yeah, um, Amazon's going for yeah. like spending more money than everybody else. That's I think that's their strategy. It's just like we're just gonna use all this extra money we have and outspend everybody. Well, they've hit most of their stuff that have been hits. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of stuff they put out. Like when I'm looking through the shitty version of the Amazon Prime app on my Apple TV, I'm like, that's an Amazon original. That's an Amazon original. Like it's there's a lot of stuff they're putting out. I guess like, maybe a better thing is like they've had some actual big like hits. Like Apple, well, Apple just won an Oscar. Yeah. Like that's huge. <laughs> But for them, they only care about the. I think they only care about the prestige in, yes. in their. Well, specific. and they Apple has about, one of the biggest yeah. comedies that came out in the last couple of years as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, they care about. I want to say like, on the note of the Halo show, like early in the brand. I wanted to give that show a real fair shot, and then like mm. I heard something about episode one where I was like, I'm sorry, that just sounds it sounds hyper aggressive towards people who are familiar with this property. And you're talking about seeing Master Chief's ass. Yes. Yeah. He, <laughs> he drops it right in front of the camera. Them cheeks. Yeah. Uh, uh, Master uh, cheeks. They're pretty good. Master they're cheeks. Not, they're, not bad. Um, they're, not, they're not bad. But no, he, uh, he, he, he takes off his helmet. Stupid. How would you how would you rate them, Arlen? Um, I would give them a solid seven out of ten. Um rate them uh, on rate them in Halos. Which Halo game would you compare them to? Uh, <laughs> Lou, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, I was I was gonna be floored if you asked that question. Um no, I heard someone compare the first two levels of Halo 4 and oh, this is Halo Wars. I heard uh I heard someone compare it to the Mandalorian how like the Mandalorian did so well by not showing you his face. And like there was really no, no built-in reason to not show his face outside of like Mandalorian no thing is fucking up like Master Chief's like he's iconic for not showing his face, and I feel like just in that situation, they're like, ah, pfft, and they just take it off. I'm like, that you're telling me you don't really care about the people who have spent a long time with this with this IP by te- by not telling yeah. me. Like you're you're doing it very I, brazenly and very just kind of like matter of factly. I, I, have, I have, go ahead. I have, I, I have thoughts on the show overall. I've only seen the first three episodes. And I think the tone of the show is interesting. I think the world building that they're doing is interesting. Um, and it's it's enough that I will go back and watch the rest of it once it finishes. Because I just, eh, eh, I don't have the time. And if it's bad, if it like turns really bad, objectively, uh, even aside from the people who liked it early on um, or disliked it, um, I'd rather know before going back and watching it. I'd rather not have another The Stand situation. Oh. Uh, um, Poof. Yeah. But I under, I do feel sympathetic to the the fan contingent that was like, this doesn't feel like my Halo. Because um, on one end, I'm like, yeah, but 
it, do they need to cater to that? Um, and, and this is a, an ongoing yeah, fuck those nerds discussion, <laughs> right? It's like, why, why do we care about keeping them happy? Um, but on the, on the other end, like, well, maybe they should have, if it, to some degree, tried to stay truer to some of the service material. Um, but my thing is, if you're going to take off his helmet, you could have waited until the end of the first season or something. But like to do it in the first episode, it's like, oh, like, wow, y'all yeah, don't like Mandalorian. I have, I've, I have zero connection to the show. Like, I mean, I've enjoyed Halo games, but I don't right. care about the lore that much. But I, my whole thing is like, all right, so they took his helmet off. Okay, yeah, you know, unexpected. But I mean, if they end up telling a good story and it it works out somehow, that like needing to see his face becomes integral to it. Cool. That's fine. But if they're just doing it just to be like, no, yeah. this isn't, this isn't your daddy's halo and like taking off master chief's helmet. Like what, what's the fucking point? I think there's get a headlines. Little, I think yeah. there's a little bit of both. I think, but I do think it is more, this is a TV show. Um, and <sighs> It's nice that the Mandalorian was able to get away with not having Din Djarin take off his helmet. Um, well, they had established the reasons why in like all the lore set up around the Mandalorian. Like, so it's are, they were safe that way. Yeah. And there was an arc that they were building to, and there was a there was an emotional reason to keep up that um, mystery. And I do think, just uh, me as the, like I said, the person who's never really played a full Halo game, but knows a little bit of the lore, there was no real reason for them to have him keep it on in the story that I saw. Where I am in the story, there was no real purpose behind him continuing to not take the helmet off, other than the fan reaction of, we don't want him to take his helmet off. Um... You know, and it's not the same thing as like um, uh, Judge Dredd, um, where there's just so many different things going on with that character, um, and all these other reasons why you you don't want him to take his helmet off um, that make far more sense to me, and they have to do with again the thematics of that character, and um, and the, the thematics of that character are far more important to him because he is a satirical character. He is a character that is uh, meant to sort of be a, a lampooning of like fascist police state stuff and all this other things going on there that I don't consider to be part of Halo. Um, and I don't consider Master Chief to be a character like Cap where there's a political perspective that's attached to no, him. No, but my, in that my thing with Master Chief is that like, my understanding of Spartans, especially him in particular, is that, like, his entire existence is in that suit. Like, you never see him out of it because he fucking lives in it. And, like, yeah. he spends entire hibernation cycles in that suit. Like, he never comes out of it. Well, the other, the other thing to think about, though, like, having played a decent amount of the Halo games is, like, he's kind of dropped in like a bomb exactly. yeah, that, that, in places. Like and, he, and because they do that, he doesn't have a whole lot of interaction with other people. So there's no reason for him to ever take and the helmet off. And that's kind of why I like him as a character, because like he does have a, a he, he, despite that he has a personality and he's interesting, but like he is like, like he's a walking nuke. And like, 
So uh, he's Doom Guy with a better personality. He's Doom Guy, yes. but he's less like so, like Doom Guy is hundred percent like he's a rage totem, mm-hmm. and like Master Chief is like yeah. You, I think it's the UNSC. Like the UNSC is like we have a trump card. His name is Master Chief. We'll drop him in the middle of your city, and you will beg us to surrender later on. Like, mm-hmm. so this is so this is the other part of that that I, I'm glad that you. I'm actually very glad that you brought that up. This show is not strictly about Master Chief. Um, yeah. The biggest comparison that I heard that made me interested in actually checking it out was that it's a lot like the show that I've talked about to death, The Expanse. Oh my god, I was going to say that as a joke. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's one of the first, it's one of the things I heard was like, fuck, I guess I have to check it out now. (laughs) You evoke The Expanse, I have to at least give this a pilot. Um, Geralt voice kicks in. Um, yes, that's exactly what I did. I was like, damn it. Um, uh, and it is very the expanse. There is again, world building is a huge part of the show and showing you all these different characters who are supposed to follow characters from the larger Halo world. Um, and they are really like what the show is about. It's much more about the politics of very Game of Thrones esque. Um, in the sense that it's it's about this larger universe and seeing the impact of these things in a larger uh, universe. If the show was called Master Chief, I think it would be different. Um, and, and I would actually agree more with like the thing of like he shouldn't be taking his helmet off. This is a show about when Master Chief has to interact with regular people. Um, and it makes to me more sense for him to take it off when he is interacting with just normal human beings um uh, see this is this is why the doom show could never work because he would never be able to interact with normal people he would just be killing the whole time right yes never make a wolfenstein show which is just walk up to someone grunt at them and take their key card and walk away like he just every right. person's yeah. a pencil neck to him and i agree a wolfenstein yeah. show would be so much fucking better because bj blaskowitz has so much personality i wouldn't want it i wouldn't want it though because his story is so sad especially in the later oh, games like, my god the new wolfenstein games are the saddest saying. fucking things like I have never been brought well, to that kind of emotional threshold at a first-person shooter, and like the end of the first game, I was like, "I want to cry!" Like this is moving. <laughs> like as I was playing it, Johnny Cash was playing in my head, just like just strumming, just like sad strumming as the game went on. I was like, "Oh." Well, this- did uh, did any of you play the uh, newest one, the one that's the uh, multiplayer thing? Daughters. Yeah, the one with the daughters in it. Is it called New Order or was it? It's some, I forget what it's called. It but um, I think New Blood. He was a trounce about the multiverse. Dimension hopping. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like that's the only reason to play it is because near the end of the game, there's a uh, there's a, a cinema or God cinema. I'm from 1980. Um, a there's a. Uh, yeah, there's a scene in it that has a cutscene. Thank you, God, as I stumble around. Hey, I'm almost 45. Um, there's a point where the sisters run into him, which they didn't know where he was. He was just off on a mission, and he explains to them, like, yeah, you know, I, I saw a world where, like, none of this happened, like, where we're happy and, like, we're free and we're in America. And they're like, you know, Hitler was defeated. And it's just, it's crazy that they threw that into a game that's really not that great in the long run. It's a lot of the same shit over and over again. 
but yeah, the dimension hopping thing I thought was just the craziest thing they could introduce to Wolfenstein. Dimension hopping thing is my uh, gateway to my dream game, which is a Doom Wolfenstein, a modern Doom, modern Wolfenstein crossover where like BJ's like, you don't say too much, do you there, boy? <laughs> I mean, guys just they like wouldn't stepping even do, on things. They, I, they could just do like one level in each of their own respective new games where it's just like you have one level in Wolfenstein where you're on a Doom level well, for some okay, reason so hopping through dimensions. That precedent has already been set in the Doom universe. In Doom 2, there's a secret level where uh, it's like, I can't remember how to get there, but it's this a, a gigantic fucking map. And it is all blue. The only enemies that exist are the uh, the machine gun guys from Wolfenstein, the dogs and imps. That's it. And it is a like it is a Wolfenstein crossover. Well, I mean, that's they've been doing that since yeah. the uh, since the first game. Though. They had the classic Doom levels mixed yeah. in there. Like, so it's I think it's more a, a nod and a, you know, a chuckle thing than it is an actual like, no, this is this is canon now. Yeah. But I'm dying for it because I would love to see like like EJ is already a problem for like the new Colossus, like like Nazis in that universe. Like imagine dropping the Doom guy in there and then being like, what the fuck is this? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. He would be. He would own them. Yeah. Um, I am. I, I don't know if you're my wheels though, because it's been a long. Day. Yeah. I think. I think we should probably wrap it up. I'm not sure where Arlen is. I see that he has his uh, microphone. Oh, there I've he is. Re- I've returned. Um, okay. Yeah, we don't have to go. We don't have to keep going. Uh, I'll just say, uh, the Northman is fucking great. Go, go watch. I'm going to oh. go see that. Um, and I'm going to go see uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, pretty soon. Yes, and like, and if, do that. And and if you if you, I don't think this is going to happen a lot. But if you do run into like a weird Nazi who's decided to go see the Northman, shout them out of the theater. Um, <laughs> do like an old punk show and kick them out <laughs> of the theater. Um, not people in Nordic dress, but people who are explicitly Nazis. Tell them to go away. Um, because they are not welcome at the Northmen. Um, God, we went yeah. about World War II all wrong. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just going to wait. I have to wait till all those things get put on streaming. <laughs> on demand. Uh, well, Lou, Lou, have you seen The Witch yet? Or or The Lighthouse? I, 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 we've never uh, talked about no, that. I have not. I would be very fascinated to learn to see your reaction to the lighthouse and the witch. That would be the witch is like the, the double V witch. Yes. The witch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The it's got Anna Taylor joy in it. And she's amazing. Yes, she is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I guess signing off then. Yeah. I have nothing sure. to plug and I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> hmm. Mm. Um, there's attempts are being made to finish up the Bond series that we've been doing for LHP. Um, this, but we're we're starting to really get in it into it at the same time that uh, uh, I have to move um, oh. here very shortly. So <laughs> this could be going on for another year that we're trying to finish up Bond. Who yes. would have thought? I did um, my episode. Yes, it did. It was a, it was a very I think and it was a very helped. good episode, and we managed. Yeah, and we did it in ninety minutes too, which was or something How like that. Did, it was, God, yeah, that that like that Bond episode has been talked about on this show. I think longer than it took. I, to I know. I think because it. we I know rewatch it was not as bad as we all thought it was going to be, 
but still quite racist. Also very oh, yeah. hard to talk about. Just not not yeah. not fun to talk about either. Like it's it's a very boring movie in places with and there's just not as much to say as you would think. So yeah, go listen to those episodes and listen to the new stuff as it comes out. Also there's season four that we're doing. We're gonna try and get back to watching like Jane Campion movies and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh that that's my plugs. In three years. Um <laughs> I'm Eric Fedorczyk. You can find me on Instagram at Eric underscore Fedor. There's Richard Dogs and Cats and Comics. Uh, I'm flaring on Phantom Zone. I'm flaring on other places. I do things. I say things. Um, people should see everything everywhere at once. It's really, really, really fucking good. Like, really good. Um, and watch The Night House, but be prepared, at least in my opinion, to be disappointed at the ending of it. That's I've- all I got. I'll just one little addressing of that. I was rewatching it before we started. I I think I know. I, I think I know why. Um, and I don't. Okay. I don't think I disagree. I, I haven't watched it since I think like last fall. So yeah. But uh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Lou, do you have anything to plug? Um, uh, baby tips, Louis. Uh, sleep train your children, but more importantly. As a teacher out there, go out, find out when your board, uh, your board of ed elections are, and vote in them. And if you don't have any good board of ed members, run, uh, run yeah. in your local elections, vote in them. It's very I'm important. Like run away. You know I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm no, gonna I mean like run for your board of education. No, I'm going to second that with a, even further. Just pay attention to your local elections. That is yeah. where a lot of stuff is getting decided. Um, and, and what actually affects your day to day life, and yeah. that's yeah. where all of the Trumpian politicians are creeping in. Yep, and it's where they're getting away with stuff left, right, and center. Just mm-hmm. like, yeah. just, just trying to, yeah, do everything oh, I, they can to hurt kids. And, and I just, you, rem- oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and if you ever feel the sense of you can't, nothing can get done, uh, that we're stuck, that things aren't the way that they should be, remember that what happens on the national level can only affect you so much. What happens around you in your community is as important, if not more important. So yeah, just, just the thing to remember. Yeah. The uh, political talk reminded me that I wanted to mention, uh, I think one of the hunters on the uh, Trumpian uh, American gladiators would have just been Majorie Taylor green carrying uh, Lauren Brobert on her shoulders. (laughs) They're tied together, and they're just a giant. Oh no! They're Dynamo and Elden Ring boss. <laughs> they, yeah, they would be <laughs> just this uh, the green flesh. They're carrying yeah. cans of uh, not clamato. What was the thing that she said? Um, fucking uh, cold tomato soup. What the fuck is that called? Oh, gazpacho. Yeah, gazpacho. Yeah, she's just yeah. carrying cans of gazpacho that she throws at you. At no, the they they use power. Jewish space lasers to kill you. Right. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess on that note, good night, everybody. everybody. Bye. Good night. If you're in Hawaii, watch out for wild Ezra's. <laughs> <laughs> you are more likely to be attacked by Ezra Miller in Hawaii than you are by a shark. Yeah.